you desire that your voice should be heard in places you can't even imagine, then this is for you. Hi, my name is Duke Shamil. If you haven't heard about Anchor, Anchor is the easiest and simplest way to make a podcast. It's totally free. Let me indulge you. Anchor doesn't take a dime from you to have a podcast, unlike some other platforms. It allows you to record using your phone or a computer system. Basically, I use my phone. And it's easy, simple, and user-friendly. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you for free to other platforms such as Spotify, CastBox, Overcast, PocketCast, and the list goes on and on. What's more, you can even make money from your podcast. Everything you need is just in one app. So, go to Play Store, download the app, Anchor, and you will enjoy it. Good morning, and you're welcome to Living Life to the Fullest. This is Duke Shamil, your regular host. And for today, I want to talk about an aspect of our relationship with God that really amazes me. And that is the fact that we serve a God that takes his time to care about us. I mean, he takes his time to care about the me in us. I really don't know if you got that. You know, he actually knows the details of our lives. Do you know that at all? Like the stuff in your life that causes you to share those hidden tears at midnight, all those stuff in the recess of your heart that makes you cry, that makes those tears roll down your eyes, that even your husband, your wife, your friend doesn't even know about. He knows all those stuff. This this is what actually even amazes me. You know, God coming to an individual to have a connection, a collaboration with him, I mean, it's, it sweeps me off my feet. You know, it, it, it was also amazing for John too. That was why in John chapter 1 verse 14, I guess, you know, John was saying that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. You know, he, he wasn't saying it just for same sake. I could, I could literally relate to him saying it in such a way that he was amazed. And, you know, it was like, really like the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we got to behold his glory like you know he was he was he was amazed at it you know this idea of having a relationship with god or having this idea of god having a relationship with us actually begin when he actually began sorry when he when he had a covenant with abraham so People can bear his name as, you know, as his chosen people. So he decided to have that covenant with Abraham. And, you know, in ancient times, when there is a lesser nation seeking for a protection or provision or care from a greater nation, they would go into a covenant. So that's exactly what God just did with us, with Abraham. He went into a covenant. Okay, let me quickly give like an ex- a quick breakdown of what a covenant is and what it entails in ancient times. You know, a covenant actually is a huge concept in the Bible. In fact, a covenant, covenant and its significance covers the entire Bible. 
So when you understand covenant, you definitely understand how amazing it is to be saved and to be in Christ. So actually, covenant comes from a root word, which means to cut, to cut where the blood flows, okay? So it's a word that points to uh, uh, blood cutting, all right? That's, that's why most people tend to say blood covenant or, you know, but that's all what it entails. So, and from scriptures, there are like three basic reasons for cutting the covenant. One of the reasons is for a weaker nation that needs protection from a stronger nation, Okay, so that weaker nation goes to make a covenant with the stronger nation, pledging his or her loyalty to the stronger nation for, in return for protection. And another reason why um, people do covenants in those back in scriptures is um, like for two businessmen to ensure that neither one of them will take advantage of the other. So that's one of one of the other reasons why. Um, covenant was made in ancient days and also um, covenant was also made in ancient times um, also between people like like friends like two men that probably love themselves just like the case of David and Jonathan you know they would cut a covenant for the sake of love promising to take care of the other person's family when whenever the need arises all right so that's basically um the essence of or the, what in the, what covenant entails okay so like i was saying in ancient times because like like i said before a weaker nation needs protection from a greater nation so they will cut a covenant and that is the way it was done and it was actually done by i mean shedding of blood okay so they will sacrifice an animal and dismember the animal and lay them out so that the lesser nation could walk between the pieces of the sacrificed animal. And as they walked, every step they took, okay, was a statement of their loyalty. So it's like the, the lesser nation will say, well, as I walk through these uh, pieces, I'm claiming my unadulterated loyalty to you because you're going to give me protection. You're going to give me food. Okay, you're going to give me shelter. You're going to give me help whenever the need arises. Okay, and if... I betray this covenant that's I'm talking about lesser nation now because they go with the mindset that if I betray this covenant I understand that my nation will be torn apart like the pieces I'm walking through so that's what, how a covenant actually works in ancient times all right so now when God decides to make a covenant with humankind he comes to Abraham and then he tells Abraham you know, I'm going to make sure that you know how much I love you and through you, I'll birth a nation. Even if Abraham was in doubt, God had already like given him the full assurance that he loves him. So the proof of God's love for Abraham, the proof of God's connection, God's relationship with Abraham, the proof of God's friendship with Abraham was to actually make that covenant. And then God told Abraham to go get an animal. All right, and Abraham gets the animal, and God says, Sacrifice the animal. And of course, Abraham sacrifices the animals and lays the pieces out. Well, someone will definitely have to walk, walk through the pieces, right? And that should be Abraham to walk through the pieces since he's the lesser, and of course, God is the greater. But guess what? Just when Abraham may have been the one to walk through these pieces, Genesis chapter 15 makes it clear to us that God puts abraham into a deep sleep and then he showed up i mean that verse of scripture actually says that god condescends 
to humankind and we see God, the ruler of the universe, moving through the pieces of this sacrificed animal. And he was basically saying to humanity that I already know you're not um, you, you, you're not going to be loyal. So I will... In fact, I'm... I'm <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm just trying to cut my bread because, I mean, this, 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 is, this is so amazing. So it's more like God is saying as he's walking through the pieces that I know that you humans are not, are not going to be loyal to this covenant. So I will let you know that I will keep my own side of the covenant and I will still help you keep yours. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that amazing? Ugh. And you know, you know, the funny thing or what even surprises me more, what amazes me more is that he even went further to say that, you know, like if any of us betrays this covenant, even though I know I won't because I mean, God is great and you know, God... Of course, he doesn't fall short of anything. So even though he knows that he won't, he's still making that statement that he understands that even when we as the human in this covenant breaks the covenant, somebody's flesh has got to be torn, like the animal's flesh, which he's walking through. So even in the ancient of times, he had foreseen that man was going to fall from the covenant, but he even still made provisions for that using his only begotten son whose flesh would be torn ah oof I, I I I I don't know if I don't know I, I don't know how you I don't know how you see this right now but I'm I'm I'm, I'm feeling that God is he's just amazing I'm, sh I'm short of words actually but God is he's, he's super amazing Ugh. so the long and short of all I'm about to say this morning is God actually needs a connection with you he needs to have a relationship with you he has gone through a lot to have that relationship so if you're one of those that are listening right now to me, to this voice, and you don't have a relationship with God, I mean, he has done, he has done, he has done, what more could he do? What more could he do? So it's just, it's, it's an inspiration for us this morning. I want you to think about the love of God going through all the lengths. He knows we are not even lovable. He knows that we we are not up to. Ugh. Okay, I feel uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm I'm overwhelmed right now. I'm overwhelmed right now. So um, I think Ugh. God help us. I just want you to re really realize how God loves you. I really want you to. I really do. I really, really, really do. God loves you so much. So if you're, if you're not in relationship with him, ah, you really need it. You need it. You need it. And if you're in a relationship with him, I believe 
Savor every moment of that relationship. Treasure every moment of it. It's an amazing one. Thank you so much for listening this morning and do have a wonderful day. Goodbye and God bless you.